Charles Glassman said, kindness begins with understanding we all struggle. It's no secret that our world is faced with challenges right now. People are divided, and as we navigate the pandemic and try to find our way through it, I feel we're being called to lead now more than ever. We always have a choice in whether we will do our part and how we show up as a human being. It is my opinion that our world needs more kindness. It's why I'm choosing to create this Kindness Chronicles as a part of my podcast platform. You see, I believe that love can win over hatred. Hope can diminish fear, empathy beats judgment every time, and kindness is what we need more of. If you share my belief, these episodes are intended for you. In a complicated world, I think our choices are simple. Just be a good person. Define your values and practice living by them. Perhaps it's my old-fashioned upbringing from the farm, but I really believe that if we all practice being more caring, kind, and respectful, our world would be a better place. Because here's the thing, we never really know what one small act of kindness might do for another. We also never really know what someone else is going through. And in a world where you can be anything, you can choose to be kind because kindness is the gift that everyone can afford. Are you looking for the ultimate relaxation experience? Then you should visit Carol at Heart and Soul Healing Center in Yorkton, Saskatchewan. Carol provides a calming, relaxing, and holistic environment to allow you to get away from it all. Whether you're looking to minimize stress, relieve pain, soothe tired and aching muscles, or a place to escape and unwind, Heart and Soul Healing Center is where you need to be. Enjoy a reflexology session, one of the most popular treatments on the menu with a long list of benefits. Relax knowing Carol is a registered reflexologist. Or why not try a raindrop essential oil massage that will take you to a new level of relaxation that combines aromatherapy with massage. Maybe heal your mind, body and soul with a Reiki treatment. Carol is also a Reiki master and can even do distance healings as well. So don't let location stop you from contacting her today. Heart and Soul offers iridology, integrated energy therapy, hot stone massage, crystal healings, angel card readings, and ionic foot detox. Carol truly puts her heart and soul into every service she provides. Contact Heart and Soul Healing Center today at 306-621-6774 or find them on Facebook and Instagram or visit their website at heartandsoulhealingcenter.org. So I really want to thank you so much for taking the time to join the show here, Patty. I've admired you for so many years, and I know you're definitely a person who shows up with kindness. Would you like to kind of briefly introduce yourself and tell us why you choose to practice kindness? Sure. Thanks, Corliss. Well, my name's Patty Quivisto, and I'm from Prince Albert, Saskatchewan. I have lived here my whole life, and I'm 61 right now, so that tells you I've been here a long time. Um, I've worked in retail. I met Corliss uh, when we worked at Eaton's together. And um, after I worked uh, in retail, then I worked in HR department. And I had a stroke about 16 years ago. And I'm saying about 16 years ago because I have a little bit of memory loss. But I find that um, I find so much joy uh, in being outside in nature and walking every day. And I find kindness so important because we can change 
so many people's life just by bringing them a little joy or knowing that somebody cares about them. Mm, I really agree with that. And I know you live that by example. Uh, Patty, do you want to just talk a little bit about when you had your stroke? Because this was something I only learned about you recently because you were actually running when it happened. Do you just want to tell everyone the story? Because I think it's really relevant here. And the reason for that is because sometimes we're just living our lives and, you know, th- we just all of a sudden one thing can shift everything. Like something happens and bang, our whole lives shifted. Do you want to share a little bit about your story around your stroke? Sure. So I was out running. I had uh, been training to do a marathon in Regina. I did a half marathon. And about a year before that, I started going to the gym all the time and just trying to get in, in better, better physical um, shape. And of course, exercise helps you mentally. And I did this um, run and I, I, you know, I wasn't really great, but timing but I had fun and I was really proud of myself and then I went out on because I was working doing HR so I traveled from British Columbia to Ontario and I came home from that weekend and I was really really exhausted and I and so the next day I I said to my friend you know I don't feel very well and I'd gone for a run I came back and then my neighbor who was nurse said well, let's go for a walk. And we always walked every day. So we did another five kilometers. And I started slurring my words and, and dragging my foot. And she said, oh, you, you need to get some help. And um, she phoned into the hospital. And my husband, um, what I remember is my husband took me into the hospital. And they said, you're either having a stroke or, or you have a brain tumor. And I was trying, you know, I raised my hand up silly and said, I'll take the stroke place thinking that was the better option of the two, but I had to learn to um, speak. I had some aphasia. I had to learn to find my way in this new world. Wow. Just like that, everything can change. And I think that's why I wanted you to share that today, because I think a lot of times we, especially when we're, you know, facing the unturbulent times that we are right now, and we've got all these challenges to navigate and stuff. Sometimes we just get into a way of survival and we're just going through our lives, kind of taking everything for granted. And we don't realize that in a moment, everything can change and we really have to stand and be present to that. So do you have a story about a time that you were on the receiving end of kindness? And is there anything you want to share there about that? I have so many stories about receiving kindness. People have kind of guided me through all their acts of kindness, I think. And uh, one of the ones that that hits home with me was after the stroke. And now I was I was lost. I was in the hospital. I was not really sure, you know, all this struggle that comes with having a stroke and a brain injury. And I, and my nephew who lived in Saskatoon, of course, my family was there, my husband, who is like, just so kind and wonderful, and my sister, but my nephew who lives there was somebody that came in, even though he had a small family, and he had uh, work, he would come every lunch hour. And he would come every day after supper, and I was there for a few weeks. And he, I would, I couldn't quite remember with my short-term memory what was going on. So I, um, he would write on the black or the whiteboard, pardon me, and, and put, Sean was here. And he would do this every day, every day, every day. So I would remember that somebody was here and I, you know, 
and you're in the hospital and everything's going to be okay. That was, to me, to this day, something that touches my heart deeply. Oh, me too. I'm choking up as you're saying that. (laughs) That must have meant so much to you, like in your healing journey. Oh, so much, Corliss. Like I, it, it made me feel like somebody was always there and that I would never be alone. Well, that's just so beautiful. Shout out to you, Sean. I don't even know you, but shout out to you. So I know you have many stories as well of of extending kindness intentionally towards others. And it sounds like you being on the receiving end of kindness inspired you to pay that forward and to give it to other people. Do you have a story in particular that you'd like to share about how you practice kindness intentionally? I do. And I'll start with a, a well, I've got two, if you don't mind me sharing two of them. One was just a simple act. This was prior to COVID. My sister was in the hospital and I could do nothing to help her. There was nothing I could really do, but I thought one day if I could just bring some lotion and rub her feet, <laughs> do something that would make her maybe feel a little better. But uh, the other one I'd like to share is about my friend. Now, my friend Lori received this wonderful heart-shaped rock from her son, and she carried it in her wallet with her everywhere, and it just brought her a lot of joy. Well, one day she opened her wallet, and this little pebble was gone. And she was sharing this story with me, and she was saying how sad it made her. So I thought, let me you know, dig through my pebbles. I have all these pebbles because I collect rocks for my pebble art, and I... And so I found two heart-shaped rocks. I thought, I know where these are going. So I put them in an envelope and I mailed them off to her in a little card and said, thinking of you and hope these bring you much joy. Well, she sent me a note and said, I can't even, she said, I'm just crying and I'm so overjoyed. And what I thought was, how is something so simple as two little rocks, a card and a stamp, how much joy that can bring somebody. That's such a beautiful story. It reminds me of during COVID when lockdown first happened and um, I, I was so surprised. I have a glass front door and I was home all the time, obviously. And I don't know how it happened because I have a, my beautiful little puppy, Charlie, too. And he usually barks when anybody approaches my house. But somehow somebody got to my front step and on my front glass door, they put a, a cardboard heart, like it was just a cutout heart, like out of craft paper. And it was taped to my front door. Obviously, somebody had been thinking of me. And, you know, still to this day, I cannot figure out who did it. I thought it was my sister, my niece and nephew. And they're like, no, we didn't do it. I thought it was my neighbors. And still to this day, that just still touches my heart that somebody thought of me and was just wanting to pass a little, send a little love and just put this heart on my door without me knowing it was there. Kindness costs nothing, right? Is there anything else that you would like to share with the audience today? Well, I would just like to say that when you're kind and, and you know, trying to help somebody out and, and maybe just listening to them counts, it costs nothing to share kindness with others. And in turn, we get so much more back from, you know, giving kindness to somebody. It brings us so much joy. It, I think it helps us mentally, mentally and physically. 
you know, it's, it's just, it's, it's nothing ever big, is it, that brings us joy. It's the small little things. It's everything costs so much. And, and people think things, you know, have to be expensive to share kindness. It's just not what it is. I couldn't agree more. Thank you for being here today, Patty, and for sharing your wonderful stories. You're such a champion and such a, a leader of kindness. Thank you, Corliss. Welcome to the show, Claire. I'm really happy that you've taken the time to join us today and to share your story of kindness because I know it's something that you continually practice and that you do, and it's just kind of who you are as a human being. Thank you for taking the time to be here with us today. Thanks so much, Corliss. I'm really happy to be on your podcast today talking about kindness. Growing up in in the, the farming neighborhood, we always helped each other, and it was always help your neighbor and just be kind. And I've carried that on to, into the rest of my life. And um, we can always just be kind to each other. So are you still on the farm today? I realize that that's kind of part of who you are and where you come from. And it's just your roots and your values. But is that what you do now? Or do you do something different? No, actually, I live in the city now. And um, I had recently spoken to some of my neighbors regarding that. And I had always thought that that was only something that people in the country did. They only they looked after their neighbors and helped each other. But I have such wonderful neighbors here in the city of Saskatoon and our neighborhood has become family and we always look after each other. And um, the kindness shown between the neighbors here and the community here has just been fantastic. And it's really kind of changed my mind about, about how it can be living in the urban setting. Mm, I like that. So I, that leads me right into asking you if you have a story about a time that you were on the receiving end of kindness and what that meant to you. Do you have something you'd like to share there? I've received kindness so many times in my life. Um, a, a very big part of it was just recently that, that I'll tell you about. Living here in Saskatoon, I have a great neighborhood, like I said, and, and lots of kindness between neighbors and just having um, recently lost my husband, you sometimes feel a little bit lost and, and not sure how you're gonna get everything done in a day. And the, the neighbors in my area have shown me so much kindness, so much um, help and just brought me so much joy in times of need. I've had people come and um, clean my sidewalks all the time. And if I forget to put the garbage bin out, the garbage is out. I get a text from the neighbor, supper's ready, and we're waiting for you. Of course, that was before COVID. But um, there's just been so many, many times in the last year and a half that I've had tremendous offers of kindness from the people that live around me. That probably meant so much to you and helped you get through such a challenging period, I'd say. Absolutely. It, um, it would definitely be very hard without all of that going on around me and the people in, in and around me showing me that kindness. Hmm. And probably, you know, that thoughtfulness really lights it up for you and, and probably helps inspire you to want to extend kindness intentionally towards other people. So I was hoping that maybe you would share a story with us, or maybe you have two about, 
you know, how you extend kindness to other people? Like, do you have a recent story that you could share? I do actually, I have one that um, just recently happened. I own a, a small business here in Saskatoon. And um, so I had a gentleman come into my store and he needed to purchase a product um, to print something. He, he was looking for, for printer ink. And he, he did mention to me right away that he only had a few things that he needed to print off, but his printer was out of ink. And unfortunately, the printer ink that he needed was very expensive. And, you know, it, it wasn't something that he needed a lot of, but he would still have to put out that that price, that cost of it. And um, so I was wondering if there was some other way I could help him. I, I could tell he was maybe a little bit um, down and and there was something else going on with him other than just needing this printer ink. So he asked me if he could email it to me because of course I've got printers in my store. And um, so I said, of course he could email it and, and I would print it for him. And, and as he did that, I helped another customer in the store and we chit chatted a little bit. And, and then I went, when the other customer left the store, I went to email um, <clears throat> the articles that he sent me. There was a, three pages that he sent me and he said, he asked if I would print off two of each page. And um, as I was printing it off, um, I noticed that one of the pages was an obituary. And it really touched me that this man had only lost his wife three weeks ago and was printing off an obituary that he needed for her. And he didn't say that when he asked me if, if I would help him out. He didn't use that in any way he just just asked for some help and I was willing to offer it to him and he just needed somebody to be kind to him that day and he thanked me many times and he thanked me for being so kind and and said even though he wasn't able to purchase anything from my store he was shown kindness and that he would send all of his friends to come and purchase products from me in the future and it really really touched me that um, I could do something so simple in an act of kindness that meant so much to someone else and of course I could relate to him and 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 his sorrow and his grief so it's just you know just a little story just a little thing that happened at my store recently and just a way that I could help him and that I could show him some kindness without even really knowing his situation, because that didn't really matter. Well, that just touches my heart. And, you know, it really proves that we really don't know what other people are going through. And sometimes instead of um, re reacting or, you know, I guess, I guess like what I'm trying to say is just to be a little bit more compassionate, maybe empathetic, that we don't really know what people are going through and just to extend the kindness anyway. Thanks for doing that. Thank you for being such a great example of kindness. Thank you, Corliss. That's exactly it. We never know what people are going through. We don't know their stories. And, and people often have a reason for acting or saying the things that they do. And if we just take a minute to be kind for, to them, we can maybe alle you know, alleviate some of 
the things that are going on in their life and just show them that there are people that are kind in the world and that there are people that do care and can help them out if, if that's what they need. That's beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing today. Thank you, Corliss. If you enjoyed this episode and it brought you value, make sure and share it with a friend or screenshot it and post it to your Instagram story or Facebook, tagging me at Corliss Co. I know the most precious of all commodities is your time, and I want to thank you all very much for spending this time with me today. Remember, you have the power to lead. Know your worth, embrace your value, see you have purpose, and be the leader you are meant to be.